welcome Mark Hannigan. What drew you to crisis acting? The Orlando shooting in particular gave me an opportunity to do something that I'd always wanted to do as an actor, play gay. Ah, playing gay. A surefire way to clean up at the award show. Well, uh, in truth, I mean, unlike traditional acting, crisis acting, I mean, there's no awards, there's no red carpet, no endorsement deals. That, you know how many times it even can get a little demoralizing. I've heard you say that the goal of the Orlando shooting was to usher in gun reform, but that hasn't happened. Do you consider the production a failure? No, not at all. I mean, the low ratings for Muslims is a testament to how powerful that piece was. It was powerful, but it was not without its critics. They've pointed to how no one has seen any footage from inside the nightclub, nor pictures of any bodies as evidence of a sloppy execution. Pun intended. <laughs> There's no need for evidence. It's what we don't see that truly terrifies us. Take Jaws, for instance. I mean, that shark is on screen for, what, four minutes? Four minutes. So much of what truly terrifies us is in our minds not in front of our eyes. I have it on good authority that given to how gruesome Pulse was scripted to be, Tarantino was interested. Yeah, he loved it, but he was already signed on to that art gallery thing in Turkey. Ah, the Istanbul assassination plot. I believe we have a clip here. direction. An homage to his earlier work in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I'm dying to work with him. I hear he signed on for Sandy Hook too. Quentin, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Quentin is listening, yeah. but our crisis acting students have been with rapt attention. Yeah. I think they may have a question or two. Yes, love you in every crisis you've been in. You were so believable as a grieving friend in front of the CNN cameras during the Orlando shooting. Thank you. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, do you feel your co-star Luis Burbano undermined the production? Are you referring to the fact that Luis, uh, who was one of the featured witnesses in the Orlando shooting on CNN, has an IMDb page? Yes, a lot of people on the internet are saying that because he's a traditional actor, it ruins the illusion. Well, you know, there was some internal debate about this, but the producers ended up deciding that given the frequency in which they were producing these shootings, that eventually something bad would have to happen to a real actor. I mean, why do we think that bad things can't happen to real actors? You know, just look at James Woods. <laughs> what is your favorite word? Illusory.
This is a truth podcast where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the truth podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. When you both heard Jim had been kidnapped while working for the Global Post in Syria, uh, yeah. Michael and Katie, you must have been sick with worry uh, to, to hear that news. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> actually, I was um, fortunate enough. Um, I actually had to work at the hospital that day on Thanksgiving. Um, and I remember I was up that morning, um, and somehow I got a, a Skype alert. Um, and so I opened my computer, and it was Jim. Um, and he was just talking to me, and I told him Happy Thanksgiving. He, he, he's like, "It's Thanksgiving over there," and I said, "Yes, it's Thanksgiving." Um, I just want to know, um, you know, we all love you. Um, and then I went off to work, and obviously we know the the rest of the story. But um, well, Jim was at an internet cafe, so you probably were one of the last, certainly the last person in our family to. I think I was. So um, I feel very honored and. Um, you know, it's really special that I was at least able to say that um, before he was taken. So. And, and Michael, this wasn't the first time your brother had been kidnapped. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, Katie. Uh, it wasn't, Katie. Uh, um, you know, he was, I think, I don't know, detained for something like 40 days in, in Libya. Um, we worked day and night to, to get him released. I, I'll never forget meeting him in Tunisia and flying, and flying him and with an email um, from his captors. Um, no, I was just going to say we have a large family, a large yeah. extended, large yeah. extended family, a couple little ones running around the house. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of distractions, but there's just been an outpouring of support. We have um, family, a couple little ones running around the house. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of distractions, but there's just been an outpouring of what you want to look for here is an incredible discrepancy between horrific events that she describes and her very, very cool demeanor. And if you look closely, you'll see duping delight throughout this video. But at night, when I close my eyes, I can see Christy reaching her hand out to me while I'm driving, and the blood just keep coming out of her mouth. And that, maybe it'll fade too with time, but I, I don't think so. That haunts me the most. So I ran out, but then I realised once so I tried to run back in because like, I was worried, so I just shouted my mum, but like, I couldn't really hear anything because like, this ears all blocked and it was just really scary. Are you okay? Yes. You must have been so scared. Uh, as I was going down the stairs, I heard a couple shots fired. Everyone was freaking out, saying that it was a gun. And um, 
as we were walking the whole class together, I actually was speaking to the suspect, Nicholas Cruz. And as I was speaking to him, he seemed very, I don't, I don't know what the word I want to say is, but um, he was trouble in middle school, so I kind of joked to him about it and said, I'm surprised you weren't the one who did it. And he just gave me a huh? So uh, that's really? really what happened. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. Yes, sir, with him. Weren't you scared? Um, in the moment I wasn't because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved, but... Oh, you think he was not the only one? No, definitely not. I heard the first two shots and I was kind of confused. Then when I heard the third one, I just started running with my friends and then like four other shots went off and I don't know what happened after that. And that's when I was shot. At the moment that you're shot, mm -hmm. tell us where, I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. I, obviously mm -hmm. I, I want to be discreet about this, but obviously you got shot in your bottom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no getting um, around this. H how did you not get hit in a very dangerous place? Also, well, you have the barrier here and I was bent over it. So my legs down this way and my head and my torso down this way. So. So basically, as you're bending over, trying to get over that barrier. Yes. What do you feel? Um, it's not as painful as you would think. It just felt like being slapped really hard. Because <laughs> I now know that I have it, the bullet went in sort of upper thigh and came out here sort of on my hip. It really was a lucky yeah. shot, Emma. <laughs> Emma, Emma, that is an incredible. Well, for me, not for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to get shot anywhere. Yeah, like no important arteries, no important organ, nothing. I'm incredibly lucky. The office chief medical examiner uh, got here, uh, actually the chief medical examiner, uh, got here, uh, uh, took uh, identification photographs, they're up all on the second floor and I didn't get there today. <laughs> My sensibilities may not be the average man. <laughs> Good thing it's not being prosecution because then I couldn't answer that. But uh, all the wounds that I know of at this point were caused by the, uh, the, long, the long weapon. Question was what caliber were these bullets? And I know, I probably know more about firearms than most pathologists, but if I say it in court they yell at me and don't make me answers. So. Uh, no, I don't. How young? Sorry, I don't. <laughs> how young? How young? How young? Was it spread? Uh, it went randomly. Both. It's very difficult. If I attempted to answer it in court, there'd be an objection, and they'd win. <laughs> how many boys and how many girls? I have no idea. Texas Chief Medical Examiner. This is only the second press conference I've given. <laughs> And that's why I don't use the H, because when my father uh, asked my grandfather, he said, fine, but as long as you never call him Harold. It wasn't a tent. It was this magnificent thing, 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 uh, and, and I, I think it came from the Army, but I'm not sure. I think it's these things that they use 
and, and, and uh, to set up field hospitals very quickly. One of the highlights of uh, my administration is that we make them as nondescript and unmarked as possible. That's the foil, you guys. Here we can see this poor bugger being laid down on the pavement. He was hit by some mad terrorists from ISIS in a van in Barcelona today. Look at the injury he sustained to his lower left leg just above the ankle. His right leg's fine, it's still got a black runner with orange shoelaces on it. Poor bugger. But then we see him from a passing bus to a bus or something, and we see him sipping from a bottle of water, and his left leg seems to be fine, and it has a black runner with orange shoelaces. Phony fake show. New at 5.30, a survivor and a victim's sister recounting the events that unfolded at Tree of Life Synagogue on Saturday. We sat down with two of his sisters last night. As I Read my script, I just can't help but for smiling Cause I can't fake those feelings But fund me I think the time that he spent shooting them actually is what gave us the time to escape the room and um, to me they're, they're martyrs. I'm falling apart. <laughs> I'm falling apart. <laughs> injured at the Westminster Bridge, loaded onto a gurney, and led away by two paramedics and two police officers. However, they don't lead him to all one of the many gathered ambulances at the scene that have assembled to take injured people to the hospital. Instead, they take this guy, poor injured guy, into the Marriott Hotel. Now this Marriott Hotel is basically across the street from the St. Thomas's Hospital. 
Latex rubber characters are excellent for use in phony fake shows. There's no mess, no fuss, they don't complain, they're easy to transport, and from a distance, they look kinda real. But be careful not to let the cameras get a clear enough shot of them, because with a little bit of zooming in, they are pretty easy to spot. If your production company is ever commissioned to perform a large event at a late night drinking dancing venue specifically for homosexuals, one word of advice would be, when it comes time to perform the victim parade past the TV cameras, try to be sure that you don't have your performers heading back towards the venue in which they were allegedly injured in. Um, don't have your performers heading back towards the venue, which is still a hot, live, active, ongoing event. I had come into school, I just gotten off the bus, and I was about to go put my things in my locker. I have a bottom locker, and I heard a loud pop, and I, uh, I turned around, and I saw him, and he was, just, he was just going, and he was completely passive, and he was just shooting, and he shot um, one young man, and then I crouched down onto the floor, and I'm pretty sure he shot the ceiling. And then he shot the girl next to me, and she fell down. And as everyone was running, I could just hear her screaming, help me. And she was screaming, help me, help me, over and over. It was just very, it was very scary, very surreal, and I couldn't believe what's happening. And I thought, well, not my school, surely. Well, this is undoubtedly the busiest intersection in Melbourne, CBD, Flinders Street and Swanston Street. It is slowly thinning out. People are getting the message. People are getting the message. People are getting the message. Ignore him. What teachers do, how much they care, even in the face of terror. And I sat down with a first grade teacher at that school, Caitlin Roick. She heard gunfire. Large windows exposed her classroom, so she managed to rush 15 small children into a tiny bathroom to try to save their lives. I put one of, one of, one of, one of, one of my students on top of the um, toilet. Just I just knew we had to get in there. I was just telling them it's going to be okay, uh, you're going to be all right. I, I had pulled a bookshelf before I closed the door in front of it. It means to them how much they care about their children. Mm -hmm. How could you not? Thank you. Thank you. So Caitlin piled 15 first graders into a bathroom in her classroom. Imagine 15 kids and an adult in an area this size. Hey guys, so check it out. CrowdsOnDemand.com. This is an actual company or PR firm as they call it. Now, if you scroll down here to the website, it says if you need to hire protesters, we can get a crowd on the street, sometimes within 24 hours time. That's quick. They even have a few case studies here on their website. Um, and they're, of course, based out of Beverly Hills, California. But they are, of course, a national company. So if we go back to their main website here and you take a look, protests, rallies, advocacy, corporate events, and audiences, protests. Um, PR stunts. This is what they do, and you can see it right here. That if your org if your organization is looking to gain approval of a project, there you go.
If you found this episode useful, please consider subscribing. Leave a comment, like, thumbs up, and share this video with your friends and family. Take care.